Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash, people could get hurt or killed. Thousands of people are killed in drunk driving crashes every year, but that still doesn't stop everyone. You could get arrested, you could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. We all know the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure, you're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Plan ahead, don't take chances, and don't drive drunk. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 50% this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? Well, that's this big homie. Big homie. What's up, big homie? I'm get not calling you big homie. You're not my big homie. Hey, big uh, homie. I just want to tell y'all I'm blessed. Go ahead. Um, Cleveland just got a new hip uh, station from iHeartRadio. I hope that means in 2019 we get in the breakfast club. In the Hold on, you telling me that Cleveland has a new radio station via iHeartRadio? What's the name of it? It's 1061 The Real. Wow, and you hope that what? That the Breakfast Club gonna be on there in 2019. Well, put it in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah put that in the atmosphere. Promising. And I want you to put that on your vision board if you have a vision board, and even pray for it if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Ask Santa for it. He might deliver it. All right, my son. Hello, who's this? Hi, me and Scott. Hey, mama, get it off your chest. So, um, I listen to you guys every morning, and I love y'all so much. Charlamagne, I love you. I love you and more. I, I finally got through. I'm so excited. What's up, though? Um, well, I'm on my way to work. I work at a hospital. Right now, I'm a housekeeper, but after six months, I'm able to, like, trip. So, I did my job shuttle yesterday. And I'm transferring to be a sales technician, so I'm excited about that. Nice. There you go. Sound like you're moving on up in the world, boo. Yes, I am. Okay, mama. All right, thank you so much. Hello, who's this? Yo, Jay from Long Island. What's poppin'? What's up, Jay? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, man, shout out to everybody who don't believe in you, because don't worry what day you're going to make. Keep it up. Keep your head up. Keep it moving. Hate is going to be there. The love is always real. Keep it smooth. That's right. true. But right, also, brother. some of them people might be right. What? They'll make it in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? Because sometimes, man, people mistake truth for hate. I might be telling you something that you need to hear. Corey! Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Hey, man, I just got a pride. Every time I live, I'm in Atlanta right now, now. I'm back down here. My wife, soon to be divorced, is down here. And uh, I got a girlfriend. We got a new baby. I got three with my wife. And, uh, you know, she, she, I always get the kids every weekend. And uh, she's, when she bring them over, like, they get the whole house sick. Like, I never complained about it. I just go out in the medicine and just do what I need to do. But this time, she gets home, and she calls me and tells me my oldest daughter got a rash, but she's being really mean about it. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, she didn't have one when I uh, when I brought her over, but I used Dove soap. She's trying to figure it out. And I'm like, but, you know, she's sick again. Like, every time they get over here, they get, I got a nine-month-old baby. You know, she's not as strong as them. They get a, get a sick, and she just started flipping out. Like, I don't know where her problem is, man. She just got negative energy, and, and that always causes me and my new girl you know we get to arguing about that so yeah, it's like, annoying i'm yeah it is man it's like i really like she's just making it real hard to be a dad man she's like it's, i didn't went two years without talking to my kids before you know mm-hmm. just because of my relationship with her 
<sighs> I just need to talk to somebody about it, man. You just wanted to vent about it. I understand. Yeah, and it's important for you and your new relationship for you and your girl to really have a united front when it comes to these things so that you guys don't end up arguing with each other over your frustrations. We can't even have a conversation. It's like we have a conversation. That's what it gets to. And like, I'm over it. Like, I got a girlfriend. She got a guy. Is I don't know how we always wind up arguing. I tell her, like, we don't have a need to argue anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's, you know, we could be cool. We could just be cool. And not, maybe it's because I didn't get the divorce yet. But, you know, that's not something that happens overnight. Like, I'm trying. Okay. Well, yeah, work on that. All righty, bro. All right, man. Appreciate it. Hello, who's this? Hey, hey, Merry Christmas. Breakfast Club, what's up? It's uh, Sean Cal, Staple Florida. How's everyone doing? How you doing, brother? Hey, man, blessed. Uh, uh, hey, all three of you, I, I want to say something. You guys, I have a question and a statement, Thank and you. I would like your input on the question. So the statement is, everyone, at least for one month, or at least the holiday season, like, get rid of pessimism, you know what I'm saying? Like, so many people aren't, they're ungrateful, not appreciative enough, you know? But that, with that being said, I have a question. I'm, can, I'm just... I'm going to throw it out there. Um, with you guys being the number one, you know, with you guys being the last pers- uh, p- station to give 6 9 his potential last interview of his life, how does that make, uh, like, Charlemagne, uh, your input, especially, like, because you always try to give this young man advice, but he was going to listen to who he's going to listen to. Like, how, what do you guys think about that? Like, you know what I mean? Because it goes through your mind, I'm sure. Like, I don't think about it, to be honest with you. I mean, God bless yeah. six, God bless six nine, but he's just another individual who yeah. you tell the truth to, and people will call you a hater for it. People will tell you that you know they'll they'll say you're being negative for it, but in the end, yeah. the truth always reveals itself. And I mean, we're looking at the truth right now. Him being in yeah, jail. Thanks, Oh, also, Charlamagne. Also, I love your jacket, bro. You had a you had a hoodie on the other day that said oh, I was watching on YouTube, and it said one race, and it had like uh, all different like you know shades of like brown, black, white. Uh, and it said one race. Well, it said human race. Uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rest in peace, XXX Tentacion. Y'all have a wonderful uh, holiday season. You as well, bro. Salute to my dudes, Black Tag Apparel, too. They make that hoodie, man. Black-owned company. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. What's up, Brian? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man. I took this girl down to the Poconos, the Pope Haven, man, for the weekend. Nice. She, she, she said she don't feel comfortable the first night for me and her to sleep in the same bed. Okay. You know what I did? Because all your all the situation that's going on nowadays, I just be like, you know what? I'll be right back. I'm going to go get another room. I take my bag, kindly put it in my car, drove off, left her there. You know what I'm saying? That's so rude. <laughs> when she find out that I left her there... Um, she called me and I said, "Yo, just call one of your girlfriends, tell them to come up and y'all could enjoy the rest of your y'all stay together." You know what I'm saying? You sound like you're from Brooklyn. Where you yeah, from? Yeah, you sound like you got an attitude because nah, of that. Where you nah, from? I'm from, I'm, I'm, I'm from the Bronx, but guess what? Guess what? It's funny because a year before I met one of her friends in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? And it was easy go down just like that. So I'm spending all this money. And you telling me you don't feel comfortable? I'm just going to leave you there. Goodbye. You know what I'm Listen, saying? she was trying to spend some time with you to see if she would like you enough to do that. Yeah, that What's wrong with that? kind of foul, bro. That's yeah. real nah, foul. Man, I go, nah, nah, man. These cats not even taking these girls no, nowhere nowadays. I'm spending all that My money. My brother, on just money. because you spend money on a young lady and it take her somewhere does not mean that you are guaranteed the poom poom, sir. Charlemagne, I'm Jamaican. I need that pumps right once oh I'm well, I say this. She made the right move then. Did you at least get one of those rooms with the champagne glass you could take a bath in? 
Of course, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Angelie, yo, can we go down there for the weekend, me and you? Hell no. Because you're definitely going to leave. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yes, you know. you'll definitely be leaving me. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get a big suite, and then when you leave, I can invite my real boyfriend. Oh, really? You know I'm Jamaican. Don't do that. You're lame, right. bro, man. You're real now, lame. Now, I do agree. I would much rather him leave than, right, you know, do something stupid. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. She Listen, she dodged a bullet. Now, how much an Uber is from the Bronx to the Poconos? It has to be at least 250 Hello, who's this? Hey y'all, it's me Salem. Hey Envy. Salem, hey, good hey, morning. Hey Salem, how you doing? Hey Salem. Hey y'all, I'm just, I just want to get off my chest. My manager, she's like right, like probably ten feet away from me. She's pissing me off, you guys, and she's just making my morning so stressful. And she's right there. Put her on the phone. <laughs> she is. No. Don't you, don't you put her on the phone. You guys gonna hire me right now? That's right. Don't lose your job. Put her on the phone. Right? Let don't me talk to her. Don't do that. Don't hire me. Don't do that, Salem. I'm not gonna do that. Let me just I'm talk bad. to her. They're gonna deport you back to Eritrea. Get off my phone, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye, mama. Hello, who's this? Yo, you talking to me? Yeah, we talking to you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is Ron. This is Ron from, uh, from Chicago, but I live in the Bay Area, man. I've been trying to get in y'all for a minute, man. That's what's up, Ron? Man, uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to call and just say what's up, you know. Uh, Charlamagne, that off on your knees, boy. That ain't it, man. I, I've been wanting to tell you that for a minute, man. I've how you, you going to say it ain't it, but you ain't never tried it? You ain't even never tried it to know if that's the move or not. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You ain't never tried it to know if that's the move. Ah, uh, it don't sound right. I don't know, man. Try it one time. Nah. Try it one time. Ain't nobody gonna know. <laughs> Y'all wild, man. Hey, <laughs> you a wild boy. <laughs> you a wild boy. Angela Yee, I just wanted to say what's up to Angela Lee. I follow all of y'all. Angela her, Yee? But go ahead. My goodness. Go ahead, Angela Yee. Lee. I said Yee. Oh, okay. I'm giving y'all props. Thank I'm you. I appreciate props. it. <laughs> You know, Charlamagne, you be making me mad, man, every day, man. But I don't know. I keep I keep tuning in, man. I don't know why, man. But I love I love the show, man. Well, I, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's usually that's usually the effect I have on people. Hello, who's this? It's Risha. What up, though? What up, though? What up, Leash? What up? Charlamagne? Yeesh. <laughs> Who is Leash? All right. I got I got a no. My bad. I got my turn ringing. What? What, what you got for us today? Third time's a charm, bringing them bus to the ring the alarm. Since it's not even those kid, I've been built for it all. My DNA different. They be confused when they see the slim waist, pretty face. I'm made different. I paint pictures. I aim different. Used to see a future in Sierra. Now that's different. Oh, had to level up, trying to get my pebbles up. If I got a call every day, I will to get me scheduled up. I'm dying. Need y'all to plug me in so I can be the first to make it big by calling in. Priceless. Okay. Why, why are you dying? Because I need y'all to plug me in. So nobody wants to, to, nobody wants to sign a rapper that's dying. That's a liability. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to sign somebody that's going to be around. Boy. Listen, you, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Oh, okay. I'm healthy. So, we're happy to be helping you. Dying. We're happy to um, help you get your followers up and everything. Thank you. I appreciate that. Make sure y'all follow me, Risha Price. And shout out to my girl. It's her birthday today. Her and her twin. Happy birthday, Chris and Jess. Another right. twin. Have a good one, mama. Y'all too. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Chloe and Tristan and their mess. And listen, I think um, I'm going to tell you my story. The, the craziest way I caught my boyfriend cheating on me, it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. And he was at work and he was at my house the night before. So after work, he was coming and we were going to go to dinner and I had planned all this stuff for him. So I go on my computer to go Google the address of where we were going for dinner just so I could make sure I had the directions he and everything. He left his email right. up. His, he left his Gmail open. Oh, boy. So I was like, should I look at it? And then I was like, I'll just take a little peek. 
And then I saw all kinds of stuff on their vacations that he went on with some girl that he worked with. I saw pictures of him in the hot tub with another girl. It was on his birthday, too. And it was his 30th birthday, so it was kind of a big deal. Damn. But I was very calm about it. First, I sent all the emails to myself, and then I changed his password and logged out. And then I called him, and I said, we're not going to dinner anymore. And he was like, what's the problem? Is everything okay? And then I forwarded him to his phone screenshots of everything, and he couldn't get back in his email, so he was devastated. Damn it, man. He, you know he only got one 30th birthday, though. Yeah. I'm just joking. Call one of them other bitches. Oh, damn, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> well, let's go to the phone line. What you mean, let's go to the phone? We got two other people in this room that want to talk about this topic. What you mean? What oh, you I told on myself. What about you, sir? Well, you know, I'm an African-American male, and as an African-American male, I don't cheat. Okay, I rebuke Satan in all his wicked ways, and when I see these wicked Canadians in our country cheating, being nasty while their pregnant woman is somewhere minding her business, I'm disgusted and reminded of why I'm a proud member of the FMC, which is the faithful male community, okay? But before that, how did you get caught? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Keep anything about that. <laughs> when your wife uh, cheated on you before, you told us that. How did you catch up? I don't remember. <laughs> All right. I don't know why he wanted faith, to participate in faith, this conversation. Faith, faith, Let's faith go to the phones. I'm gonna tell you. I can tell you the dumbest way you could get caught cheating. Though, How's that? By being on the radio talking about the dumbest ways you got caught cheating. I think if it's in the past, we already was, know because you already got caught. Uh, I'm well, there my, you go. I'm minding my business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? D, like David D. Okay, David D. Now, now, what's the craziest way? What's the dumbest way you found your man cheating? Well, it wasn't that I found him cheating. He found myself cheating. Woo! How'd he catch you? Um, we were asleep one night, and um, we were at his mom's house, actually, uh, visiting. And we were asleep, and by 3 o'clock in the morning, I wake up to him with my phone um, in my face with a picture of a d- on it. Um, oh, you could say penis. Okay, penis, so you, you woke up with a digital D in your face. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Did you recognize this penis? <laughs> so this, I knew who the penis belonged to. True. Um, it belonged to a person that I had um, cheated with. But that doesn't mean you cheated just because you had a picture of a penis. Was your mouth on it? Were you in the picture? No, it, I wasn't in the picture at all, which right. doesn't mean I cheated, which I still to this day say I never cheated. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that's an easy one to slide that's out That's not of. an easy one to slide out because I want to know who this man is that feels so comfortable enough to send you D-pics. See, when you tell one lie, you got to tell another lie to cover that one up. So who is this guy that feels so comfortable to send you D-pics in the middle of the night? Well, he was a friend of mine that I have been known for a very long time. Not anymore. Uh-huh. Was it a good picture? Yes, it was. Okay. I think he was more mad because the guy was more endowed. Than oh, he was. man. No, he was mad because you was cheating on him. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah. Are y'all, women? Oh, Are y'all silly? He was mad the penis was better. He was mad because you was cheating on him, <laughs> and this guy felt comfortable enough to send you deep pics in the middle of the night. That's why he was mad. My goodness. 800-585-1051. Have you ever got caught cheating? What's the dumbest way you got caught, I should say? Ladies, call us up. Fellas, call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Tristan and Chloe and their mess, and we're just asking, what's the dumbest way that you have got caught cheating? Now, we got a friend to the room on the line. Trav, yeah? Hey, Trav. What's up, Envy? Hey, Trav. I Tra- mean, that's a hey, Trav. Hey, Yee. Trav, I know you don't cheat. Um, I have cheated in my first relationship. Tell us how you got <laughs> stuck. Trav, I can't believe this. I don't even look at you like that. I mean, in my first relationship, yeah, and I actually got caught because I had told my, um boyfriend that I was going to my parents' house for the weekend, but really me and my best friend was planning on going to Atlanta. So What's in you know, Atlanta? What's, you had thought. Was in Atlanta, a bunch of gay men to cheat with. What the hell are you talking about? A bunch of gay men was in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. So what'd you end up doing? So so me and my best friend went to Atlanta. So the whole time I'm in Atlanta, he thinks um at my parents' house like we live together. So my parents' house is like two hours away from where we live. But he thought I was at my parents' house 
So I'm like sending him pictures of like my mom, like from my mom's Facebook of her sitting at restaurants telling her, telling him I'm like with my mom at restaurants. <laughs> you did too much. Crazy. <laughs> so I was at this club and I didn't know his best friend was down there. And he basically saw me and my best Ooh. friend in the club. He, he told my boyfriend that he saw me in the club in Atlanta. Wow. Did he, did you, did he end it right there? Uh, no, no, he didn't end it with me, but I, ended, I still ended it like ended it with him. Like a, a later you ain't on, had no late. respect for him anyway, Trav, doing all that. I didn't really like him that much. <laughs> my good, you Trav. a whole Trav. Trav. <laughs> <laughs> a former hoe. Your name is Easy K. Yeah, Easy K. <laughs> hey, Easy K. I wish your uh, middle initial was Y. That'd be dope. No, all right. Easy KY. All right, Easy, Easy K. K definitely cheats. <laughs> that, no, he called his girlfriend cheating. Now explain uh, your story, Easy K. Yeah, so I had a, uh, I'm on the POS page. So, you know, I'm doing my thing, sliding on POS, thinking I'm all this, whatever. I get this from this chick that has no picture. And I'm like, oh, like, this chick seems too perfect. Like, even in the back of my head, I'm like, I think my, my chick or whatever. But I'm like... I'd fall for the bait, like the catfish. Then all of a sudden, my phone just started getting blown up by my girl. I'm so like, wait, so wait a minute. Your girl made a fake social media page, and you fell for it, and she caught you. Yes, that's he your dumb he ass. He did get caught. Oh, he did get caught. That's your dumb ass. Damn it, man. Sorry for you. That's the oldest chick in the book. Hello, who's this? Yeah, if you're gonna cheat, cheat face to face. Lottie. All right, Lottie. Did you catch your girl cheating, or did she catch you cheating? Man, she caught me cheating, man. How? Tell me. Uh, over my iPad, man. She had, she told me she needed it to use it. I Uh-oh. can't remember what I can't remember what she wanted to use it for. And your text messages were linked to your iPad. And you know it. And Ooh, rookie. You know rookie. how many people get caught like that? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, because they're rookies. And you know what's so crazy is it's a rookie mistake. You know what I'm saying? It's a rookie mistake. All you gotta do is put your phone yeah. on do not disturb, bro. Man, Charlemagne, trust me, man. Trust me. She caught me in the great state of South Carolina too. And you know how they come. Uh oh. You got swung on? Man, listen. Swung on, spit on, mm, mm, all, kind, mm, mm. all kind of stuff, man. Listen, guys, whenever you hand your woman your iPhone or your iPad, yeah, always man. put the phone on Do Not Disturb. Come on, brothers. Goodness gracious. All right. Now, what's the moral of the but story? But don't old text messages still be on there? Why would she go through my... I'm, if I'm sitting by you, you're not going to go through my text messages. I'm sitting right there she with you. She borrowed it. Uh, the moral of the story is never cheat on someone that is good to you because karma is a bitch. Okay? There you go. Simple and plain. We're celebrating the Breakfast Club's eight-year anniversary. Check out this moment. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests with us today. Back to f up. Oh, Charlamagne, <laughs> we just said don't curse. That answered all what my questions wrong? right there. No. <laughs> don't, no, don't do, don't do we that. We have Onyx in this mother. Y'all the same guys that were beating up people on planes back in the day? <laughs> this no, dude. no, look. I ain't okay. beat nobody up on a plane, okay? He beat himself up. How do you beat yourself up? How do you beat yourself up, Thinking You want me to show you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not into violence, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know? Me neither. Well, well, the Source Awards. Performing they at the give source. us no awards. Before, performing at the Source Awards. Mm-hmm. Now, when you push all the main, what happened when you got punched in the eye, baby? <laughs> Wait. The guy got killed later on, but it wasn't because of me, I though. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Karma's <laughs> <laughs> was mad funny. Karma's crazy. That was fingers the devil. Was running like this. I had, to get, I had to get out of there. I mean, think about it. If it's an ambush, if you're walking into work and you, you know, broke. you all, see the... All three of them I would have stopped the fight. No. I would have stopped the fight. Especially if I was you at, at my radio station. You'd have went Straight up. This your radio station. Because you know why? This your block, 
You know why? Because I know it was an ambush. You got ran off your own block. I don't block. know what them guys had planned. So I had to get out the way. You got ran off your own block, man. It's all good, though. It happens. It happens to the back. Sometimes. And the worst. I mean, you and 50 got into it. Yeah, yeah, what? And what? 50 hit you too, right? No, no, 50 ain't hit nobody. He ain't touch 50 ain't touch nobody. 50 ran like you. Well, we got, why well, we got an issue because you, you. Because, because the way you brought you brought up some, some slick and with all that, B. I'm a real. Oh, you talking about the. the yeah, 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 I'm talking about with that. All right. All right you, I mean, what you want me to do? You, you said want, it. I don't want nothing. I want you to do nothing. You're going to do what you're going to do. I mean, you said it. I didn't play my record up here. I ain't heard a record. You don't need to, why we got an issue, bro? Because you brought some up that I ain't like, and it's, and it's, and it's, and I don't like that. I ain't no bitch ass. I ain't say you was, but you don't say. play me like that. Breakfast Club. All right, let's get on with the interview. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you know, you, you can't do? do nothing. You can't do nothing. That's what I'm saying. You can't do nothing, big man. You it's can't do good. nothing. I know it's sort of good. Playing the garbage. Don't play me. My name is Fredro Star. Do your ghouls. What the f you gonna do? Play right, move on. Let's, you think move, I said on. So let's move on past that. Please. Now, I got a question. What? Damn, he has a He set the tone off with that bullshit. Check it. He got checked. He has that. Let's, let's get past that. He's pushing this eye on TV. He's playing trying to play me. You ain't never seen punch me in the eye ever. Ever. 50 cent, whoever. I bangs out. Real Show me Punch me in the face. 50 said he did. What he said he did, what I said he ain't do nothing. I said the ran. Him, Tony Ayo, all of the ran. And, we and I don't got a front. Now, hold on. It's just because you see me run on camera, what you think that's my character. Oh, you, you are Kelly? You, I'm, just, I just, I'm just asking you what happened. What, what happened to them who did that to you? I mean, one of nothing. them is no longer here from what I heard. Nothing. Yo, let, it, let them live, man. Yeah, because that's corny. It's, it's like we no, just no, you, you bring no, that it was corny. Exactly. But he said it on the tape. But don't you matter though. You got punched in the odd tape, so it's cool. We even. Let's move on. Let's right, move cool, on. Yeah, so we even. Now with what? Fifty Cent, what happened with Fifty? That y'all both from South. What happened with Fifty Cent? What, 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 what happened was we, ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that. All right. But why not? Because I ain't getting paid from that no more. That's that's twenty years ago. We, I just talked about but it. That's part of your right, history, that's, that's part of his history. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Jam Master J put both of us on from New York, right? Boom. Him and Domination had a problem. I got I got Domination some money at Koch Records. He had a problem with that. So when I seen it, I didn't even know it was a problem. Try to swing on me, miss. Straight up. Or he could he could say what he want to say. He know what it is. I ain't got to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of these is B. For so real. Would you guys ever do some type of biography or autobiography on Onyx? And we, we may, yeah, it's definitely coming. 20 years of hardcore hip hop. The, the autobiography of Onyx. Word mm -hmm. so clearly I ain't you, got a front on nobody, dude. I ain't got a front up here for nobody. So dude. clearly you and 50 had real beef. Like it's a real, real it was beef. A, I mean, they tried to swing on me. You know what I'm saying? Some physical <laughs> happened. So we left it at that. I haven't spoken to the since, and that's what it is. And then he mentioned you in the record. He said he would he beat you up like the white boy on MTV, and then you yeah. said I'd beat him I'm in real life in the social wars. Real beef, you don't even know what real beef is. You, you know what I mean? Because you have a job. So you don't know what real beef is. I mean, we all come from a certain place, though. We all come from a certain certain area. We all wasn't doing this before. Uh, we all was doing other things before this. I know what you was doing. You was working with Wendy Williams. And before that, I, I was I was growing up so, in the streets of South Carolina. I know, I know your history. You know mine. So it's, so it's, I don't know so your we history. Should, we should be talking about what's going in the future. Not the past. It's not only okay? the future. This is what I'm also, doing. It's also I'm bringing you. What makes Onyx so great is y'all came from a place where. Yeah, but let's keep it. Let's keep it official, right? 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have a special guest in the building. Vonde Carter. Oh my God, we we here already. Hi. Here already. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Now, Vonde no, Carter. Now, you're on the show. You go I on know. stage and perform. <laughs> I know. Is that your real name, Vonde Carlo? Von Carlo. My mother name? names me after Lily Munster. My last name is Brown, though. I just don't use Brown. The Von DiCarlo Brown? Von DiCarlo Brown. Von wow. DiCarlo, like a double first name. Okay. Now let's talk about some of your history. Okay. Um, you have this book, Speak Fluent Man. Yes. Which has some very interesting, and I'm sure... You read it? We could debate about some of the things <laughs> that are in this book. Speak Fluent Man. But the idea of this book for you writing this book was the words of Patrice O'Neill. So explain that. Yeah, honestly, it's it's not something that I like to talk about or debate about. It's there. Mm -hmm. It was a book that Patrice wanted me to write when he was here. So if you're familiar with Patrice mm -hmm. O'Neill, he had a lot of different unique out-of-the-box philosophies on relationships. Mm -hmm. And he said, you get it. You know, and women listen to you differently than they listen to me. So you should write a book. And at the time, I was like, mm-mm. Because I know what it is. I know how people would right. respond to Receive it. Receive it, right. It, it right. would sound more harsh coming from him. So what would some of the things he would say? What would some of the things he would say? Well, if you read the book or if you look at the chapters, I had <laughs> given him, he said, okay, to appease the situation, mm -hmm. he was like, just tell me the top things that you learned in a relationship with me and, and going through all these different things. What, what are the top things that you would write about? So okay. I gave him an outline, and that became the chapters. So it's entitlement, double standards, mm -hmm. you know, the natural order of things, jealousy, trust, sex, all of those things. All right, let me ask Envy a question. Oh, this is a question that was posed in the book that Patrice O'Neill would pose. All right. And I want to see how he would answer this, and then you can tell him what Patrice had to say. Okay. Now he would ask, ladies, if you lost your p in an accident, how would you keep your man? Now, how would you think people would respond to that, Envy? Hmm. Wow, you think it hard. No, you know, see, you got to think because it could be a trick question. That, I didn't lady, write the book, so, Envy. If I answer, she'd be like, Envy, you lost your f***ing no, answer, so you got you to back that out first. You, Envy, you so, would never lose your f***ing I'll let you answer, and then you I'll, I'll, you see, I'll you say see, yes. You see where the setup was? I told you there was a setup coming. Well, you go ahead and answer, yeah, but I, I will say it was a setup men, question. I think, I think most men would say uh, their mouth, a woman's mouth, but for myself, I would think it's just more about being honest and loyal. In my, in my relationship with my wife. <laughs> so if your wife lost her p all she would have to do is be honest and loyal and you'll be good. My wife, yeah, my wife's honest and loyal now, so I'm, I'll be good regardless. The p well, her p doesn't make me stay, but, you know, it, it's not the, the focus of our relationship. Mm -hmm. That's going to sound crazy, right? <laughs> but, but anyway, but it's not the focus of our relationship. So you could be okay with never having sex again? If my wife lost p yes. 
He's like, no, no. Her mouth work, her hand works, and honesty and loyalty. Honestly, it is. hands, honesty, and loyalty. It is absolutely a setup question, and that was one of the things I would say to Patrice. You're setting up the audience. You're setting up women to fail because people would he would pose that question, and then they would yell out. My mouth, my booty, all right, these right. different things. And he would... I didn't think of the booty. See, that, <laughs> you see. didn't think of the booty. That's interesting. Yes, he did. <laughs> but he would, he would pose that question, and then they would yell different things out, women, mm-hmm. and he would go, see, ladies, you, you qualified yourself as a series of holes. Mm. You know, you didn't say Xbox. You didn't say all these, like, being cool, being loyal, being, being like a cool woman. Mm-hmm. But that's, mm-hmm. that's what he would do. Now, talk about how you guys met. Well, he said when he first met me, we went we met on a set of Twenty Fifth Hour, Spike Lee's film, mm-hmm. and um, he said that I had pretty girl syndrome. What's and that? I, he basically was saying, you know, I had an attitude, and he was inviting everyone to come see him at Caroline's, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't invite me, and I was like, well. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> you know, I'm my best ghetto version of myself at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I guess she, because I was with my roommate at the time, he's like, I guess she was going to bring you anyway. And, and yeah. Was, what an invitation. Cold. I wouldn't wanted to go. Yeah. And, well, the thing is, he he had a charm about him mm-hmm. that you either loved or hated him. There was really no in-between. And he was basically saying to me, you you have a lot of people telling you you're pretty, you're this, that, and a third, um, but no man. He's like, I can tell you no man has ever taught you anything. You know? <laughs> Damn. That, that, that was charm, but go ahead. <laughs> it was, That's you know, charming. I have a particular taste in men. Right. Um, but he, he was coming from a perspective of, I'm going to be your friend. I'm not going to try to sleep with you. Gotcha. You know, that men. Was game already. Yeah. Everybody says that Just at the so time, you know. I didn't and see it. Hindsight, I'm like, I'm going to be the one guy that acts like I don't want to be with you and that's going to be the guy you want. I want to make the pretty girl my best friend. And just so you know, him ignoring you was also a ploy for him to get your attention. All of that. He got me. It it worked. But we didn't didn't have sex for like almost within the first year we had sex. But it was like eight, nine months. It was was a long time. I can't even remember. But it was a good setup. It was like she's a keeper. He was marrying you. He was marrying you. Well, he tried. I mean, he died one month before our wedding. Mm-hmm. date actually so right. wow. yeah now do, can you find love again because obviously that was your soulmate well everybody says that you know everyone thinks that i can't be with another person i didn't say that or you know find love again mm-hmm. so to speak but i don't believe that i believe that lightning can strike twice mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. And I deserve it. Patrice knew he wasn't going to be here a long time. And I say the way you define love is when you prepare somebody to not be with you. And that's what he was doing the whole time we were together. How, how so, did Patrice pass for people that don't know? He had a stroke. Know. He had a stroke. He had a stroke. Um, and he passed away November 29, 2011. Mm-hmm. And, um... Wow, seven years ago. It feels like it was yesterday. It, it does feel like it was yesterday. But, you know... I. I don't think that the man that's going to be my husband is going to be intimidated 
or feel like he'll live in some kind of shadow with me or with Patrice because he'll, not, especially if he he'll be strong enough on his own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Patrice would want you to be happy. Absolutely, and, and that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. He he said to me, he is like, I'm not going to make a mess of you. Men make a mess of women. They hurt women. Absolutely. And then he said no man should ever have to deal with the next man's or yes. the last man's mess. Right. He is like, so the, the man that is going to be with you after me is going to want to shake my hand. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more with Vonda Carla. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Vonda Carlo is in the building. Yee? Now, let's talk. talk about everything you have going yeah, on. Yeah, thank you. Please get, please get that. Do, I was actually friends with Patrice also. <laughs> if you had the pleasure of knowing him, because I've had him on when I was on Sirius, I had him on my show a few times, and he had always the funniest things to say, and we had a good time. I remember him and Nori were on together, and he was reading that book, Skinny Bitch. Yes. <laughs> to lose weight, and it was just the funniest thing that these men... Yeah, let me tell you what happened. They were reading he came home with that weight. book. Yeah. He came home with that book, <laughs> and we were vegan for three years after that. It, it changed his perception of food, mm-hmm. and we were vegan. I think that was like... It had to be like 07. That was early vegan oh, wow. days. Or 09. I don't know, but we vegan? were... Um, no. Nope. No. Since he's passed, I gained about 30 pounds. I've been... <laughs> some chicken and shrimp. And, and everything. Donuts, <laughs> cake. I have definitely over eight. But, you know, I'm kind of lucky. I'm one of you those women. Great. You know, when I complain about my weight... People don't care. I have a bit about it. You know, yeah. I'm at Caroline's yeah, in I've January. Yeah, I've seen her at Caroline's. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was hosting for Donnell, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be headlining there January 15th. Okay. Um, and I have a bit where I talk about all the weight gain, but like nobody feels no bad for me. Because <laughs> well, the weight fell into a place, like all the places that people find attractive, <laughs> but I can't breathe. So I'm like, this is not, <laughs> no. It's Did you not feel a good your thing. calling was stand up before? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I moved here from small town USA, about 30 miles south of Pittsburgh, in a town called Clareton, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. And when I was younger, I thought I was going to move to New York and be like Whoopi Goldberg with a splash of Diana Ross, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So comedy was definitely always my first love. And I did my first time on stage was before Patrice and I were together. Okay. But I backed out of comedy. You know, I didn't even tell him I was doing why, stand-up why when we met. Why did you back out of it? Well... <laughs> You know, I was a jack-of-all-trade, master of none. Mm. So I was doing comedy, and I didn't tell him at first. And then when I did tell him, I I had, like, um, done, like, this open mic thing. It was called Sal's Comedy Hole. And um, they would either put a stamp on your hand or a wristband that said you did comedy that night that you paid your drink or whatever. Right. I, I left it on, and I was he was, like, you know, meeting up with him at the cellar and stuff. That's how you wanted to tell him to leave it on. <laughs> I knew he was going to see it, yeah. Right. It's like, this is my, I'm going to tell him tonight, <laughs> you know. And he saw it, and he goes, what's that? And I was like, oh, I was just doing uh, Sal's Comedy Hole, yeah. And he pulled me away from the, the infamous comedy cellar table. He goes, you doing stand-up? That's cool with me. Teach you anything you need to know, rhythm, you know, jokes, whatever. I got you. But the very second you look at me, he's like, you see how these guys are pointing back at the table? And he's like, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but I, I'm assume you know how audiences are. The very second you look at me and say, you're my man, why aren't you helping me? Ooh. We're breaking up immediately. Damn. He's like, you take those bullets yourself, you'll be a great comic. That's good advice, though. Because I think it's like great advice. definitely hurt relationships. Uh, 
I was I was like, um, I could do sketch and uh, <laughs> improv, and at the time I was getting work on One Life to Live. Like I One didn't Life know. Yeah, wow. I was doing under five words. They never that. contracted me. They gave me the, the <laughs> five little words. funky lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the time I thought I was Whoopi mm-hmm. or or Wayne Brady type, where I I could be in all these different lanes. What I didn't know at the time is I am not that unicorn. Like, I have a lot of different talents, but my gift is stand-up. Right. I, um... You produced his specials. Yeah, I produced his three uh, comedy albums. If PatriceOnell.com, his albums are up there. And I also produced the music for his um, Elephant in a Room special on Comedy Central. I learned a lot from him, right. you know, and my daughter was really young at the time. So I was able, I say I, I put myself third for almost two decades, basically. Wow. At the time, you know, I was trying to do so much. And now I could focus just on me. Well, your boyfriend have a problem now with you talking about Patrice so much and they asking you about it so much. Does that ever bother him at all? I like how you did that because I never said I had I a boyfriend. I was like, wait, I thought she just said she was only dating. <laughs> I like how you and did she that. She will find love. I like how you did that. Um, <laughs> whoever I, I date and whoever. Better not have a problem. He won't. Okay. He won't. And actually, the person I am seeing now, um, he, I'll just say this, he can relate to okay. that type of loss, okay. which is a blessing. Now, how did you meet Donnell? I was booked to work at, um, like, you know everybody yeah. in comedy. You know, know comedians know comedians. That's what I asked. I just... love Donnell. Mm-hmm. Hi, Donnell. I love Donnell. I love working we with Donnell. Donnell. Oh, we my God. Donnell's going to learn so much from it. I saw it. I see it all. All the time. We love Y'all, Donnell. Y'all, look. So we know each other in passing. You know, he knows Patrice mm-hmm. and the Chappelle show and all of that. But the first time we officially met and connected, Levity Live hired me to host at the club and he was performing there. He was headlining and he had uh, Marshall Brandon as his feature and the club hired me to host. But when I came in a room, he just looks up and he goes, you're a comic? <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I get it. I get it. Because I, I have haze. the shadow of Patrice yeah, over me. That's right. a hazing mm-hmm. right there. You know, most comedians get on stage, they're judged for their work or lack thereof. For me, I got a, before I even open my mouth, I got 10,000 things ahead of me, starting with the Patrice mm-hmm. thing, and a then woman. I'm a woman, mm-hmm. I'm a black woman, I'm a voluptuous woman, quote unquote pretty, she can't possibly be funny. But here's the thing, um, I'm a comic, period. Mm-hmm. First, before and after. Gotcha. You know, I have substance in my material. I'm working towards being in the, in the names of the greatest comedians. Mm-hmm. I want to someday be in that list of when they say great comics, they mention my name. Oh. And not in association with Patrice O'Neill, but I stand on my own. My comedy stands on its own. All right, we got more with Vonda Carla. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Vonda Carlo is in the building. I was going to ask you, you know, every comedian comes up, I always ask, what was their best show and what was their worst show? What was your um, worst show? I bombed so bad this one time. I did a check spot at Stand Up New York. And a at the time, spot. a check spot is when um, the cops the comp- you were drinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Similar, it's when the people that was drinking at the club 
pull you over, <laughs> are getting their checks. Okay. Oh. So they're not really fully paying attention it's to the people comment. People talking. People are looking at the their bill. checks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had a check spot at a time that I don't think I was probably skilled enough to, to do. Okay. I bombed so bad. I didn't go above 50th Street for six months. Damn. Stand Up New York is in the Upper West Side. I, I was like, I can't even show my so face. So what made it so bad? Like, people, did they boo? Did they boo? Or were they just not No, playing? it was Silence of the Lambs. I was like, what's going on? And I just realized, you know what? I just, I just How did you get had out of a bomb. How did you get out of it? You said, all right, God bless, good night. I, Lefty I, didn't come back for six months. <laughs> I don't remember. I blacked out, and I, I think I just woke up from it a few minutes ago. <laughs> you know what? The worst thing you could do, too, and I just saw this happen recently, is when you are bombing and, like, maybe one person boos, I saw somebody just do this, and they were like, oh, are, are y'all booing me? And that was it. Oh, see, I've never been booed. I've never been booed. I've never been booed. The person acknowledged the one boo. Yeah. And then... I've been ignored, stage, but not. Then, <laughs> what was the second time you said twice? Oh, so the first one of the first experiences I had when I finally, because it, it took a lot for me, especially after Patrice passed, mm -hmm. to come back out into the comedy world as a comic. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was on BT. I did according to him and her. I did two seasons of it. Um, Tiffany Haddish was on it. Mm -hmm. um, like they picked four comedians from New York, and I was one of them. And they did, we did two seasons, it was a talking head comedy show, and they did a live from the improv featuring the comedians of According to Him and Her. And I was so hurt in my soul that I hadn't been doing stand-up, so I wasn't even prepared, con prepared to be considered on the show. And I remember I talked to Tiffany, but I talked to every, I was like, I, I can't believe that I'm not walking in my purpose. I can't believe I'm not doing this. It was killing me. Mm -hmm. And the first time I went out and I said, okay, I'm going in and I'm not going to stop from this point on. The comedian, I'm not going to say who, I did not know he knew who I was. And he's like, we got a special guest. So I'm looking around like, oh, I thought I was next. Like, right. Yeah, I was like, who came in? I was like, oh, shoot, they didn't even tell me I was bumped. <laughs> We have a special guest coming to the stage, the late, great Patrice O'Neill's widow, oh. Von DiCarlo. And I was like... What an introduction. Mm. It was the... I, I felt like I was walking towards the stage in slow motion. And I told myself as I was walking, I said, this is what it is. It's up to you. You got 30 seconds. Wipe it clean. So I was like... But he didn't mean this is my, by it. He, right. it. It wasn't malicious. That's why I'm not going to say his name. I know it wasn't malicious. Mm -hmm. You know, but he was, you know, inexperienced. And I got up there, and I did not bomb. I had them the whole time with my stuff. I don't know if I'm going to say I smashed it, but right. I smashed you it. Smashed it right. <laughs> I smashed it, and I was very proud of myself, and that was the moment where I said, I could do this, and this is going to be my challenge, and it's okay. Because eventually, I put in the work. People see my comedy for me, separate from what I am to Patrice's legacy and my mm -hmm. responsibility to his legacy, I keep it as separate as possible, you know? And that's that's my, um, that's one of the many challenges that I have to face. And it's, it's getting easier and easier and easier and easier. The more work you do, the more people respect you for your stuff and they see what I'm doing. Is anything off limits to you? There was this one comic, I saw her um, perform uh, like years ago and she has a joke about 
getting raped. Now, do you okay. think there are certain things that it's just impossible for it to be funny? Like, no, no. I think um, you have to be responsible with your words and you have to be truthful and honest. And if you're coming from a place where this is my experience, this is what I'm pulling funny out of, I think it's fine. Sometimes people are doing things just to be shocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, if you're doing something just for the laugh and just to be shocking, uh, that's disingenuous. You know, it's not real. And people can feel that and sense People that. can feel that. They can mm-hmm. sense it. And, hey, they might like it. But that's not, everybody's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not the audience that I'm trying to find. And that's one of the great things about getting back to bombing. Sometimes you're not, um, there's bombing and then there's this crowd just ain't for me. This ain't my crowd. I did a club in Long Island, which is uh, in this area was very Trump nation. (laughs) But they told me, they were like, oh, you're so funny, but you maybe ease back on the Trump stuff. I said, no, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And they can either deal with it or not. And this one lady, I'll never forget, because I have a, you know, I was doing the, you know, I'm half white, half black, which is just a fancy way of saying I'm black. <laughs> this woman with, like, a chip no tooth was like, so it's the white part that makes you fancy, huh? Woo! Girl! I was like, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute. Okay. Is this where, okay. Damn. You said she Deep had a, a chip no tooth? <laughs> I was like, if it, the fancy obviously b- b- passed you up. Right. It skipped a generation with you. <laughs> be like, I'll be like, I know you don't think your whiteness. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. But again, I'm going to find, I'm going to do everything that I'm going to do and my audience is going to come to me hopefully on January 15th at Caroline's on Broadway. We'll make sure. <laughs> Please. January 15th. And we appreciate you Thank for you joining so us. Thank you so much. I'm Thank glad you, you for having me. Oh my God, it was so fun. It's Vonda Carlo. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. All right, listen, man. Charlemagne the God here. I'm on vacation. I don't give a damn what y'all think about that because I deserve it. Now, The Breakfast Club is in 80-plus markets in 150 countries, so we have a lot of new listeners who probably don't even know who Charlemagne the God is. So use my time off to catch up on some of my past work, okay? Okay. If you're new here, I do a segment every day called Donkey of the Day, Donkey as in jackass, and that's when I give someone the credit they deserve for being stupid. So if you never heard of it, this is new to you, but if you are a regular listener, then this is an oldie but goodie because it's the best of the Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day goes to Ebony Cooper, 28, and Leah Presley, 26, Savannah, Georgia. I love Savannah. Beautiful city. With a lot of young entrepreneurs. And that's what Ebony and Leah are. Two local entrepreneurs who were at an event for local entrepreneurs. See, this is the beautiful thing about community. When you are living in a eco, a thriving ecosystem where the schools, the churches, local businesses are all working together to get the best out of people in that community, everyone wins. And this is a great example. See, a local church in Savannah was hosting an event for local entrepreneurs, and Ebony and Leah, being the young go-getters that they are, decided they wanted in. See, Leah and Ebony have a product, ladies and gentlemen, and they sell that product, and I guess it's working for them. So once they heard the news about the church throwing this event, they decided this is where they needed to be to expand their business. You got to respect that, right? So Ebony and Leah started running ads on social media, telling people, come one, come all. 
pull up to the church and buy what it is we are selling. I repeat, Leah and Ebony started advertising their product on social media, telling people we gonna be at the church on such and such date selling what we got. Now, the problem lies in what Ebony and Leah were selling. Let's go to the news now for the report, please. Savannah Chatham counter narcotics team said 28 year old Ebony Cooper was openly selling marijuana and THC edibles on church property. Law enforcement discovered it via a social media search where it was being advertised. Well, okay, so the church itself didn't know. An outside vendor actually hosted an entrepreneur event at the church property, and that's where the edibles were being sold. Cooper and a friend named Leah Presley went off-site after agents made an undercover buy of the edibles and searched their vehicle. That's where they found even more marijuana edibles, more than $1,000 in cash, and a loaded gun. They also believed that she had the loaded gun on her on the church property when she was selling those marijuana edibles. The women involved both face felony drug charges. I've uh, conceded America to the stupid people. It's over for anyone with a lick of common sense. If you deal with logic and facts in any way, shape, or form, you are not a stupid one in this country. Leah and Ebony decided to sell edibles at the church. Okay, various types of THC-filled treats, cereal, brownies, puddings, you name it, they got it. And they decided to advertise that they were selling it at the church via social media. They had a THC-filled testimony to tell, okay? I know right now they sitting in jail wondering who snitched on them. They probably think it was Sister Jenkins or Sister Jefferson. Okay, both of them were just on the sick and shut-in list because Sister Jenkins' sugar was too high and Sister Jefferson had gout in her heel. But they finally home and they always chastising Leah and Ebony. So Leah and Ebony think that Sister Jefferson and Sister Jenkins dropped a dime on them when the reality is they told the FBI what was going on themselves. And by FBI, I mean Facebook and Instagram. Okay, I love so much about this story, though. All right, the fact that they pulled up to a church event with a loaded pistol, you heard her say Ebony Cooper had the pistol on her while she was manning the booth. They was treating this booth at this church event like it was the bando for real. And I get it. Okay, Deacon McNeil got a nephew that just came home from doing a year for child support, and he be stealing out the collection plate. So you can't take no chances with him. All right, two young women selling edibles on church grounds got to be protected. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18 tells you about the whole armor of God and how the whole armor of God protects you, but that don't apply to people who selling edibles on church grounds. Sometimes that breastplate of righteousness isn't enough, and I need that pistol to protect me from Deacon McNeil's nephew. Okay, Leah and Ebony are now facing felony drug charges and are in the Chatham County Jail. However, agents say they do not believe Presley participated in the edible sales that occurred on the church property. And CTN agents say Cooper was actively advertising the illegal big goods on various social media sites herself. Sounds to me like Ebony Cooper is getting blamed for everything. She had the pistol on her. She was doing advertising on social media. Presley didn't participate. Two people get arrested for the same charges, but one gets blamed for everything? <clears throat> you know, this morning, uh, I decided to Google what the Bible says about snitching. All right? The Bible recommends first that we do not enter into confidences with evil people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15.33, Psalm 1.1, Proverbs 13.20, any of those chapters tell you that. Uh, spending time with people who do illegal things will eventually result in participation in those illegal activities, or at the very least, companionship that expects loyalty. Okay? This is a dangerous situation. 
All right, a former criminal accomplice who comes clean to the authorities will get labeled a snitch and will be in jeopardy. So it's better not to go down that road at all. All right, you have to think about these kinds of things when you decide to advertise your drug selling on social media and then go set up a bando at the church for you and your friend to make some money. I'm not saying... Leah is snitching on Ebony. I'm just saying in the book of Jeezy, chapter 101, verse 14, it says if you get manned up, if you get jammed up, all right, don't mention my name, okay? Please give Leah Presley and Ebony Cooper the biggest hee-haw. That's all I'm saying, okay? Well, all right. See, so you, so you don't think people in church smoke weed? Of course they smoke weed. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with them selling the edibles at church, but don't advertise it on social media. Oh, so you're giving a donkey for, okay, advertising on social media. Oh, advertising on social media. Because I thought it was pretty great. And we don't know. We don't know. know. People in church, it's a large congregation. You get large people. You can just sell your issue. And can you trust them not to sell it to kids? Kids running up, they want some brownies. They want some pudding. They want some Rice Krispies treats. They don't know that it's weed in here. No, can you trust these two people not to sell it to kids? No, little man, this is for adults only. This well, is adult mm-hmm. book. This is adult cookies. Well, all I'm saying is don't advertise it via social media. Mm. All right? All right. Okay. Everything else I completely agree with. <laughs> all right. Well, t- thank you for that donkey <laughs> Including bringing a pistol to church. Hey, you never know. You don't know, you man. Don't know. People are, ever since Dylan Roof, I've got anxiety. Yeah, right. PTSD. I need to have my gun with me in church. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Brianna Perry. Brianna. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What up, what up Bri? What's good? It's our favorite little fortune cookie. <laughs> Brianna Perry's here with us. I feel like we want Brianna to grow up literally, right? Yeah. Yep. I was telling her that the other day. She just kept saying, she was like, you're grown now. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm legal. I'm not going. I'm, I'm at that point now. It's <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't saying my age. I'm still, I'm still young, though. You haven't released a project since, what, 2012? Yeah. What the hell you been it's doing? Been a, I've been working. I've been grinding. I've been growing. I don't know. The game was, like, mm-hmm. in a weird space. I kind of just had to, like, sit back and just, like, I got to figure this out. What was weird about it for you? I don't know. Just what was going on mm-hmm. with, like, what was just going on. It's just, it's like, it didn't feel like hip-hop. Mm. Like what? Mumble rap? Not same? even, not even just mumble rap. Just everything. It didn't even feel like rap for a minute. More it felt stuff. like... Yeah, it just felt like more games and more funnies and more virals. Mm-hmm. It's just like it wasn't even it about wasn't music. It wasn't about talent no more. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just kind of like, whoa. Some people were first exposed to you because of sisterhood in hip hop. Yeah. Do you believe that there is a sisterhood in hip hop? I think more so now, mm-hmm. really? with like more females coming to the forefront and more more women who like in a position of power to show love, and they actually do. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cardi B, mm-hmm. my girl. We just she had the launch for her um, fashion overline. Out in L.A., it was dope. I saw y'all taking pictures together. I feel like I saw y'all somewhere else, too, like on the videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Miami. Okay. Who video was that? That was That was, uh, yeah, Yeah. twerk video, yeah. So it's a good sisterhood amongst the Florida Florida women, too, then. City girls, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Trina. Yeah, Trina, of course, always showing love. Like, you know, she like Queen of Miami. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my girl. That's actually where you got your your start. Yeah, and Po' Boy. Yep. Music group, of course. What got you back in the studio? Because you said at one time you just you, you weren't feeling it. It was the funnies. It was the laughies. What got you back in there and be like, I'm going to I'm gonna get back to taking this serious? Because it's like when you feel like, it's like, yo, this is what you born to do, though. Like, this mm-hmm. is me. This is my life. Like, this is really all I know, and this is what I love. It's like, yo. And it's not like Brianna was just sitting back doing nothing. No, Brianna not went to school. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, always working. Now. Yeah. You, you always got to secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? Bills is bills. Brianna got a degree from the University of Miami. Yeah, yeah, shout out to economics. the hurricane. Yeah, shout out to the hurricanes. Y'all may be on point. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. <laughs> as far as you going to school, that's also like you've always known 
okay, I got to make sure I know the business side of things and not yeah. just put out music, but I need to know, like, how can I handle my own business? A lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, no, nah, and that's important because mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, like I said, bills is bills. Now, what about all these thirst trappings that you be doing on Yo, social who be media? Thirst, who be thirst trapping? Who be thirst trapping a I little? I be living. <laughs> no, I be just living. <laughs> what you talking about? I'd be like, look at it, look. Because it is hard because we look at you like little Brianna. Yeah, baby. Little right Brianna no more. Baby, like now. The baby. It's, trust me, it's so mild. It's mm-hmm. not even spicy like that. <laughs> I'd be real piped down. I'd be real humble on there. No, you you be doing your freestyles right after you leave the gym. Abs popping, Yeah, you what you mean? Uh, my adrenaline going, I'm ready. I'm in beast yeah, mode. Yeah, you showing a lot in this picture right oh here. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, ain't have to, you ain't have to turn around. <laughs> No, all right, that's enough. Now, the good thing right. is, though, we, we always know she knows what she's doing because your mom rocks with you all the time. Yeah, she Absolutely. be with the sh- though. A lot of people don't know that. They think, like, oh, my God, her mother's here. She's worse than me. Yeah, she, she be like, boo, go you. for it. Boo, do it. I'll be like, man, I got to chill. She's, she's not a regular mom. She's a cool mom. Sometimes I'd be like, I should go hang out with Kiki and be like, Brianna, because yeah, you be more she conservative. Be, yeah, I think she low-key more fun than me. I think she low does your mom she's contra- like, she's controversial. Your be like, chill out. You know what? Sometimes I'll be like, yo, I'm about to block you. Because she just catch everything. I'll be like, yo. <laughs> Look you at about- your Instagram. My daughter would have to block me. I'd be like, no, take this okay. down. I would be flagging She'd be pictures. Like, oh, you know, I don't think you should have did that. Like, you'd be like, mom. I'm with mom. That's how I was feeling. That's why I'd be scared for you on reality TV. Like, you did sister of hip hop. And yeah, I'm here yeah. you, you going to do love and hip hop, Miami. You heard that? That's what I heard. Really? That's what Shout I heard. Shout out to the cat. You know, they're about to air. And they, they're about to air. Are you on it? I mean, you might see, you might see this face. Yeah, because I mean, it's Miami, and not, I, I am Miami. I'm scared for that though. Why? Why? With Kiki, you know me. I know, but somebody say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. then a, a set tore up for what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's grown and she's evolved. They ain't got to worry about that. Now let's get back to your question. Talk about Kiki. Her mom. Yes. about Kiki. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about her mom. Her mom's grown and her evolved. Mom's grown and evolved. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about your fortune cookie. Why yes. is the album called Fortune Cookie? That just sounded so crazy, but good. Why is the album called Fortune? That sounded crazy. Yes. Why is I it mean, because the cookie, because the cookies worth the fortune. Oh my goodness. First, first, first and foremost. <laughs> mom, I'm about to have a heart attack. But then, mama. no, no, no. Just because you know when you when people get fortune cookies, like everybody, we all could be here. We all get a different message in, in the bed. fortune cookie True. in bed. <laughs> lip service, <laughs> lip service. You did lip Don't service. Don't catch that. Yes. Recently. Insane. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm telling Mama, you. Let her do. Yo, room yo, service? but I didn't. It was. And they were talking about fortune cookies. Oh my. She God. even had a drink, y'all. You had a drink. Yes. You drink now. You old enough to drink, Brie? Oh my God. <laughs> what the. F- What's going on out there? How old are we? Uh, no, she's supposed to be 17. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, oh my goodness! But no, listen. Like we there. all get a different message, and I feel like when people press play on Fortune Cookie, like they all gonna get a different message depending on where they at in their life. Mm-hmm. They gonna take something away from it though. So I was just like Fortune Cookie. You ain't got a boyfriend, do you? That's just how I felt. What do you mean? She got somebody she be talking about on Instagram. Who? Now, I don't know. I've been watching your last few videos. You be saying something like. The boo got to, I can't eat too much boo don't like when I get fat. Oh, yeah, I don't get the wire when I gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the wire? Yeah, I don't get the wire when I gain me. weight. That's not me. That's not me. That's Cha-Cha. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's not me. So Bree is single. Cha-Cha got multiple men on Now, that. I think Cha-Cha pretty locked in, though, but she she locked in with a, with, with with a, a big deal. I'm confused, but it's Bree, Bree single. <laughs> Bree better than no man, right? You single, right? Just music. I don't want to bring that heat to nobody. All right. I know. I don't, I don't want that pressure. I don't want that pressure. Now, you have a song called Anita Baker. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, talk to us Thank about you. It. It's hard because of the wordplay. I don't yeah, want to yeah. give it away, but I was, yeah. when I was riding to it, I was like, oh, all right, okay. And then you know what's crazy? 
I recorded I recorded Anita Baker in Miami, and then we went out to L.A. for the BET Awards, mm-hmm. and then they honored Anita Baker, and then, like, we always in the row, we just looked at each other like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, nah, Anita Baker is just me just, just talking that talk, and I love Anita Baker. What about scammers? <laughs> Florida. I give, That's definitely Florida. <laughs> I give, I give, shout out to Gunner. He's you know really dope. Do I know a lot of scammers? Kiki used to be. No, I'm just playing. Don't call her mama no scammer. <laughs> I love them. It's like I get money, but I still f- scammers. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, shot. you know, everybody out here hustling. Mm-hmm. People were doing it corporately. Support black-owned businesses. Support right? black-owned businesses. But you came yeah. up around that your whole life, though, as far as, like, black-owned business. No, I'm talking about entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, scamming, too. Like scam I'm talking about entrepreneurship. Yeah. 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 It was born in the scam. Yeesh. I'm talking about entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. I'll be around people who, who, you know, they hustle, they get their money. How did the zone with Offset come about? Monkey business. Can we play that today? Too? Yes, I Envy? think that should be the single. I ain't gonna talk too much about it, but it happened. Go listen to it. Introduce your joint. Yes, yes, yes. It's your girl Brianna Perry, BP Offset. I need you to turn your radios all the way up. This is that monkey business fortune cookie. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Brianna Perry is still here. Charlemagne. Yes. How did you balance school and rapping though? Because like a lot of times you talk to these kids, they feel like they got to do one or the other. It was not the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. I won't sit up here in front like it was. It was it was stressful. College was way harder than high school. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I had just got signed. I started moving around a lot. But I'm the type of person, like, I'm a finisher. I like to finish things that I start. And I didn't want to get there because it's like I, I always want. That was my dream school since I was eight years old. So it was like, yo, it's important to me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, damn, like, I started this. It was I, I got to finish it, period. What made you want to get a degree, though? Because some I, people just give it all a rap. Like, I'm going to focus all my energy in the yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I just took it as it's like, yo, I'm this. I'm getting game. I need this for what I do. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I wasn't going to class because it's like I'm about to go work a regular nine to five when I'm in my, you know, my business law classes. And I was like, no, nah, I need this for what I do because it's a lot of snakes. It's a lot of people mm-hmm. being in the game and they in broke. Yeah. How did, yeah, they, how did they treat you in school since like you, you were rapping? Yo, it was kind of crazy. Like, sometimes I went into a class. I think I went into a marketing class. Mm-hmm. And the teacher had done structured the whole lecture around me. Yikes. It was like a surprise. It was just like, oh, and I, one I of our students. I tell you how to market. When you, 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 was in it. you lived it. Yeah. It's like, oh, she started pulling up all my YouTubes and like, it was a lot of foreign people in my class. It was dope. It was like, oh, we didn't even know because I didn't just go to school. Like, yeah, you know, check me out. And then like when Beyonce posted up the Marilyn Monroe and it just started bringing a lot of attention. But they were real supportive, though. It was real cool. Did you pass the lesson that at least was centered around you? What did you? Yeah. What was your grade on that lesson? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I had gotta be. A B, <laughs> a B on your oh, own lesson. A B for Brianna. How? <laughs> B for Brianna. <laughs> it was hard, Charlotte. It was about you, but it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. Shout out to UM. What does Brianna want from 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 music? What would be considered a success to you? When people just they relate to the music and they feel like, yo, I don't hear like I'm that girl and I don't hear that. My voice is not heard, like or said, with other mm-hmm. artists. Mm-hmm. Just to represent the people who don't got no voice. Absolutely. Because I feel like in female rap, it's easy for a lot of women to not have a voice. You know what I mean? Oh, I have one voice. Oh, me, yeah. Me, meaning me talking about one thing all yeah, the time. Yeah, like you in the club and you saying stuff. You it, The song going off, you you rapping with it, but like it's like, damn, that ain't really me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that happens a lot. I love the fact that you got your degree. Most people who, who start rapping or go into entrepreneurial stuff don't think they need their degree. And I love yeah. the fact that you did it outside of communications, outside of things that is involved with music. 
Thank that you. business just shows a lot. It, it'll keep you on track and make sure you know your contracts and yeah, yeah. invest. Thank you, thank you. You think you're going to end up with a, a, a business-type guy, like a dude in a suit, like a corporate, or you going to end up with a thug? Thug. You want to be a business thug? <laughs> How do you know? I don't know. I've, yeah, I've it never... Like, I see you with a reformed thug, somebody who used to be a thug, but got it I ain't going to lie. That's what I, I love that. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 That's what it's like. Thug. It's I love that. Thug. It's like you can't be too... You can't be too, like... Square. Yeah, because yeah. I don't like that. So you dating a street now is what you're saying. What? I'm just trying to figure this out. I don't want street. Brianna to get in no trouble. Oh, my God. I, you got to you gotta have clean money, though. Like, I ain't with the... I got to be visiting you. I got to go visit you. Now you locked up. Now you need commissary money yeah. and all mm-hmm. uh, That's No time for that. That's mm-hmm. a lot for me. Just look at her DMs. You'll see. Oh, my gosh. You seen her DMs, yeah? <laughs> Who's in your DMs? What do you mean? You know what I mean. What Who's you in mean? What does he mean? You don't know what DMs mean? <laughs> what do you Who's in no, your what, DMs? What, what is a DM? What is a DM? We're making sure everything is I don't know. I don't know what a DM life. is. <laughs> how many rappers in your DMs are athletes? Which one? How many? Does it matter? Like, what does, does that it matter? It matters a lot. We got to make sure you're with the right people. No, uh, trust me. I have good... I'm good. Who do you run it by? Your mom? I don't run it by nobody. Yeah. I got to deal with them. Nobody mom. else. Your mom gives you advice. Her though. mom liked the thugs for her, okay? Nah. Nah, <laughs> no, I don't believe that. She the square is the, it'd be like, no. Because like, the era Kiki grew up in, she grew up around the thug thug. <laughs> thug thug. Like the murderers and Lord. drug dealers. Exactly. Killers. <laughs> I'm serious. She don't, she don't want that for you. <laughs> you know, the other day I posted a meme. People love to live in your past when they have no future. <laughs> Kiki gonna post talk about. I want to remind him I used to beat a bitch ass in my past. Don't forget that part. I'm like, yeah, God damn. sometimes you, I be wanting to take her. I be wanting to take. I be wanting to take her phone. It be too much. I be I like, yo, Kiki, I might have to use it a couple times. Beat a couple bitch asses for me sometimes. I mean, you gotta chill. You gotta chill, yo. My goodness. What you get your boo for Christmas? What did I get my boo for Christmas? Christmas is you know what, you so far away. And I know, and he's like, <laughs> it's like, what boo? I'm not going to ask. What a question, what a question. What did I get my boo for Christmas? <laughs> what did I get my boo for Christmas? Like, Christmas is so far away. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh. He's like, less than two weeks. So what'd you oh, do? wow. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. I love messing with him. You know, I haven't gone Christmas shopping yet. Okay. But I haven't done no Christmas shopping. Okay. I'm I'm so last minute. Don't buy him nothing expensive if you don't think he's gonna be the one. Oh my gosh. How do you know when somebody's the one? Does he make your heart pitter patter? Yeah, how long y'all been together? First of all, I gotta Yo, can we <laughs> <laughs> Fortune cookie? Nobody wants a fortune cookie. We not we we not on the Not for Christmas. <laughs> you better not be getting no fortune cookie for Christmas. <laughs> that's definitely not what I want for Christmas. That's like everyday gifts, fortune cookie. <laughs> so you better not give him no fortune cookie for Christmas. Side bitch is another interesting record. Yeah, shout out to Ball Greasy. Whole team record. love. What's it sounded, it's, it's funny to me because Ball Greasy actually sounded like he was talking to his main girl yeah. about if you don't do what you're supposed to do, that's why I'm going to go get me a yeah. side job. I love that song. <laughs> I love that record because it's just so true. It's like free game. You want to know if your piece cheating? Mm-hmm. Listen to that record. If, you're, if your boo cheating on you, would you would you stay? It, you want me to give an honest answer? No, I want you to lie. You want me to lie? No, yeah, I want, I want you to tell answer. the truth. You know, it depends. Mm-hmm. First time. It depends. The first time... I don't know. You know let me not speak too, too much on that because then you get with somebody, they pull up your Breakfast Club interview, they be like, damn, you well, you said the first time <laughs> you, the you, first you, time you get good. a pass. Right. You said the first time I get a pass. it depends on a lot of things. Who did you cheat with? How did I find out? How disrespectful was it? Yeah. There's a lot of things that could happen. You can't just say, if you cheat, would you stay with somebody? Oh, I'll give them a pass. It depends on yeah. a lot of things. If you love somebody, you'll let them cheat on you like two what? or three times. 
You see no, how men men think so crazy. I, I ain't thinking like that. Mm-mm. I'm talking about back in the day, <laughs> man. We're talking about right now. If you cheat with your best friend, you don't get a pass for that. Oh, they both cancel. Right. They're Him both. and best friend. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Well, that could be your fault. What? For telling best friend how good the penis is. Now she want to try. Uh-uh, so I don't do that. Get the same see? outfits you get, same sneakers you get. Yeah, yeah, nah. See, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a side joint and didn't know? No. So what inspired you to write side joint? No, because I just know, like, when you're cheating, what he doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know people who have been side pieces. Mm-hmm. So I'm if I ain't telling my story, I'm telling somebody else's. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's how a good rap, life to live. That's though. how rap be going. <laughs> that's a good life to live, depending on who you're dating. What you mean? Depending on whose side you are. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not co-signing none you, of this. I bet you them friends you had was getting <laughs> bags and all kind of stuff. But they lonely That's on not Christmas. Life is about. I'm not, not going to glorify. Lonely I'm not going to glorify times. the side. I'm not going to glorify the side mm-hmm. chick. And I like the record. It's just a little misleading because sometimes I might just be tired. Or when you was like staying out late, that means you're cheating. No, Mm-mm. that don't mean I'm cheating just because I'm staying out late. Yes, why you staying out late? I might be working all day. Mm-mm. Come get me. We going to work together. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime me. <laughs> FaceTime me. <laughs> FaceTime me. Let me see. We working. I'm, I'm with you. We in the gym together. What's up? Right. FaceTime me. Okay. Well, Fortune Cookie is out right now. <laughs> Tell them yeah. to follow you and all that stuff. They can definitely follow me on Instagram, at Brianna Perry. Hit me on the Twitter, at Brianna the YRB. Fortune Cookie available everywhere right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Celebrating the Breakfast Club's eight-year anniversary. Check out this moment. It's the Breakfast Club. We got two special ladies in the building this morning. Two surprise guests, because we had no idea they were coming. Now, but this is a great guest. <laughs> great <laughs> guest. One is Brandy. Yep. Hi. And the other is Miss... Uh, she will F you up in a minute. Monica. Monica, yes. <laughs> we were talking about this behind the scene. Welcome, ladies. Now, listen, you know, it's been 15 years. You know, things have changed. And, you know, I've seen Monica uh, threaten to delete her Twitter account before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen them come at you crazy on Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How do y'all deal with the, the, the new social media wave that's out now? I had to realize, too, that some things just don't need a response. Absolutely. Right. You know, because the truth don't need support. Right. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to accept the fact that it's not like it used to be where you have real journalism and people that cared enough to try to reach your people and see if something was true before mm-hmm. they talked about it or responded to it or put it all over the world. People and want a reaction. Exactly. And it's and unfortunate that you have people at home that don't realize that this is just another way to make money off them. Right. When you log on, you click, you entertain, you, you correspond. This just puts money in somebody's pocket. It doesn't bring you any closer to the artist because most of the stuff is not even true. Right. So it, it's something that takes uh, some adapting to. But what about when it's a, a old issue that's true? Like, you know, Brandy, you had the incident where you, you had the car wreck and mm-hmm. somebody unfortunately died. Right. You know, people like to bring stuff up like that on Twitter, call you a murderer. Yeah, like those that. things I, hurt. I, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I can't sit here and say that I'm not affected by things like that because... I am. You seem you know? very sensitive. Like you seem like you read the Twitter and just just start breaking down. No, no, no. I don't break down. Mm-hmm. Like don't take my, you know, humbleness for for weakness at mm-hmm. all. But it's it's I am a very sensitive person and I just feel like when people's intentions are bad and when they go to a place to try to hurt you, like mm-hmm. that was a very unfortunate situation that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Right. You know, so when people take those moments to just you know, send me pictures of car crashes or yeah, that's foul. Um, yeah, that's, that's or, or say things with 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 evil intent. Mm-hmm. That it's like I, I think to myself, where do how do people go to that place? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's hard for me to. I don't even know if I have that place inside of me to to try to hurt somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. You know, we all say things we don't mean, but the places that people go are just 
It's unreal. It's a it's and a I can't really figure out what the reasoning is. I don't understand. And I understand that they're miserable, but 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 still, it, it's the law of energy is that energy is never lost or destroyed. Just transfer from one party to the next. So right. if they see you tweet something positive, like you might be in Bora Bora somewhere. All they want to do is tweet you and say murderer, just to pit, just to mess your day up. Yeah, right. it, but it 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 does. It it does at times. It does, but you know, it's been it's been a while. So I've 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 gotten a little bit stronger in that area when people try to go to that place. But you know, for the most part, I use Twitter to to socialize with the people that do love me mm-hmm. and that do support yeah. me. And you know, I have this this thing on my page called Brandoms, and they're like random brandy thoughts, and I just tweet positive things to. To I'll tell you what my dad told me. Huh? You, my dad is from the country. You know that already. Yeah. But he tells <laughs> me like these crazy... He'll call me and he'll tell me like some great sayings to keep with you that are just like very, very... I mean, they're, they, they, they're broken down so perfectly. He told me, he said, um, maggots can't live unless they're feeding off something. Mm-hmm. Don't let them feed off you. Right. You know, so he'll call me with little things like that 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 remind me. It's not to say that people are maggots, but negative things right. because we know, you know, it's just it's just that if you feed it, it just se- seems to fester and right. grow. So I just stop feeding things, you right. know, because Ignorance in order to live, exactly. she tweet stuff like that sometimes. All the time. Oh, she does. Like, all she does, does that all, all the time. Brandy should tweet. I'm with the money team right now. Oh, no, stop, no. It. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Eight years. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Brought to you by Aquaman. On Thursday, join Aquaman on the epic journey to discover who he was born to be. The bridge between two worlds. Aquaman in theaters everywhere Thursday. Home is calling. Rated PG-13.